This is part one of a three-part special. Parts two and three are available on the website, crafttheshow.com. From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. I am joined today by several members of Columbus Unscripted, including, as I go through the uh, Mickey Mouse uh, roll call here, you can wave your hands so that the people on the radio can see who you are. Uh, The first person is Barbara Allen, the co-founder of Columbus Unscripted and director of Columbus Unscripted's Unscripted's Improv Festival, which, by the way, is an extremely difficult word to pronounce. I don't know if you've looked into having that changed. We can. We can can do that today. That that would be great. (laughs) Also, Bill Sabo, co-founder and artistic director of Columbus Unscripted, as well as a founding member of the Columbus Unscripted production, See You Thursday. Okay. Then we've got Lorinda Ostapuk. who has one of these bios that I can get nothing from. (laughs) So you'll have to reveal about yourself as we go through here. Certainly. Okay. I appreciate the vague. That's, yes, you say, your bio says something like, I sometimes like to stand here and sometimes over there. That is true. (laughs) So today you're standing here. I am. (laughs) Kayla Graham studied theater at Sinclair Community College in Dayton, Ohio, before transferring to Columbia College, Chicago, where she graduated with honors with a BA in theater production. Yes. Yes. That's me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you get claps when nobody else yeah. does, but we that's, will you know. sort of clap. For sort of clap. Okay. So okay. So you can go crazy for Lamont <laughs> Keaton. Woo woo! This guy. Who uh, met Bill Sable at the Crazy Greek mm-hmm. uh, and was uh, brought into the mm. fold of doing improv that way. So if you're at the Crazy Greek, does it still exist, by the way? Yes, it's yes, still it's still Okay, it's still that's what to place. look for. That's Just it. wander yeah. around and say, who wants to do improv? Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. So what I'm going to do is uh, step out of the frame here, and um, I'm going to invite you to tell me about improv, about some of the things that you're doing, and then I understand you're going to be doing some improv, right? Right yes, on. All right, yes. so right. I will get over here and let you uh, guys go. Barbara, we've talked before about how you got into improv and the kinds of problems this has created for you. But tell me more about (laughs) personal issues. Yeah, personal issues about improv and improv in Columbus, Ohio. Well, improv in Columbus, Ohio is hot. It's exciting. There's really a fantastic energy going on. Um, We're all members of Columbus Unscripted, and sort of our our bottom line, uh, sort of our theme is that everyone matters. So we're really trying to, as we continue to expand, find places for people to celebrate improv, to say yes to all different kinds of forms of improv. And so Mm -hmm. we've just been growing and growing, and like you said, having an improv festival and uh, just having classes and having performances uh, for about seven years now. So um, we enjoy the craft of improv, and so we're really pleased to be here today and for us, we say yes to any opportunity. So, any time to be in a secret hideaway with you, Doug, is a yes. You'd yes. be surprised how <laughs> unpopular that really is among uh, most people. So, uh, tell me about what some of the games that uh, you like to play when you are doing improv, and let's start off with uh, doing some of them. And I get to, I guess, be the audience today. Yes. I get to yell out inappropriate uh, suggestions for you to do, even though you're on the radio, and uh, we'll see what that how that goes. That's called hazing, Doug, and we... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make them appropriate. And yes, really, okay. yes. You just go right ahead. So if yeah. someone goes to Columbus Unscripted, mm-hmm. then... 
what what's this experience going to be like? And I'm, I'm assuming you're going to show me how that experience is going to be like. Yeah, I, I mean, we can just, I mean, I, everyone else can talk too. I'm not the only one that can talk, believe it. I mean, I talk you, a lot. You want to go off script is what you're yeah, saying and, so. and improv this. <laughs> no, really, what we do is we do narratives. We do, we ask the audience usually for a single word suggestion. And we really don't have games per se that we do. And we, we invite a narrative from a one word suggestion. So yeah, really anything goes. Our narratives are a little short slices of life yeah. somewhere mm -hmm. Someplace with somebody, yes. Rather than a gamey kind of. Yeah, but we thought we'd give you an example of a fun game that that could come up in a scene. Sure. Um, so should we start with that? It's always fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. Right. I love okay, it. Okay, great. Tell us about that, Lorinda. <laughs> okay, so we're it's. The game we like to call is Take That Back. So we're going to have two people um, start a scene just talking back and forth. And I may not particularly like a statement that one person had made. I know. I'm, oh, you might I'm, have something better in mind. Uh, no, no, no. Not my choice. It's going to be their choice. However, okay. um, I will officially make a clap. Uh, clap sound and that will indicate to that person that they need to choose another make another choice and so it's kind of fun and playful and um it's just uh it's fun to watch and and to listen as we make we force our friends here to make a different choice awesome. so um how about lamont and kayla you want right. to awesome. right. do it all right okay um so doug if you could give us um i need a just a location please um J.C. Penney's. J.C. Penney, awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Go for it. We're about to close now. Uh, I, I, I haven't found the perfect dress yet. I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to leave. I'm not ready to leave. I need to find my dress. We are about to close in two minutes. Okay, so I have two minutes to find the perfect dress. Two minutes to find the perfect dress. Just try to stay away from the irregulars. <laughs> the, irreg the irregulars. That's right. These is... This right here is full of irregular dresses right here and carbon tops. This is rack right here is full of irregular slippers and dog beds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't I don't need a dog bed today. Okay. Uh, just just the the perfect dress for my I'm going on my first date in 23 years. Well, we better I'm going on my 8th date in Two years. I'm going on my sixth date in in two hours. Wow, your speed dater is what speed they call dater. nowadays. Well, let's walk on over here and try to find you a little something. All right, let's come over here to the dresses. All right, what we have right here are some real fancy ones. Do you like polka dots? Uh, I'm looking for something more floral. Yeah, that's all we have is polka dots here. J.C. Penny here for you, and we're about to close here in the next. 38 seconds, I believe it is. I can't keep track of everything. I'm just, I'm making up obscure numbers. I'm up here just trying to get you out the store. I'm up here trying to figure out if I could be your seventh date once you get done with this dress. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, let's see how number six goes. It could be, could be the man of my dreams. Yeah, I didn't want to intrude on number six, but I really like polka dots and I really like to see you in polka dots. I feel like that's a little suggestive from an employee. Yes, I, you're an employee somewhere, hopefully, also. I am. Yeah, I worked at Macy's. I couldn't find anything there, so I came to JCPenney. Obviously so. Yeah. Obviously so. You guys are real uppity over there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. I, uh, I I like the more casual JCPenney, even though you're a little pushy. You're a little pushy today. Well, we're oh, closed well. now. We're obviously closed. And, it, and, you know, I'm trying to get you on your sixth date so we can go on our step. Go on your seventh. It'll be my first one in about, shoot. 
I don't know, two weeks, I think. First in two weeks. Yeah, I went down to PetSmart. I picked up a little Cocker Spaniel and just, you know, gave it a little treat. And that was my date right there. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Okay. So tell me about how you work into something like that. Uh, there were times when you were looking at each other, I think, trying to figure out what you were going to do next. Uh, do you have any sort of, what are the tricks you have? What are the thought processes you have to move to that next topic? Myself, personally, I breathe. Mm. Uh, I just breathe through it and listen to your partner. Mm. That's the key. You just listen to them and understand. And being this close proximity, I was really taking her facial expressions into account and saying, all right, let's see what works and what doesn't work. Right. Yeah. And like you were saying, it's in your partner. And that's why, you mm -hmm. know, it, you had to be focused. If you look away from your partner, you're not going to find your answers. It's mm -hmm. looking at your partner, remembering what they just said and responding to that. And, and, and improv is saying yes. It's being in the moment and being an authentic listener. And, you know, that it, that translates into a lot of things in life, not just improv. It, work situations. I mean, how many times have you been in work and uh, you've are, people are already telling you no before they even listen to anything? I always laugh that my friend went on a speed date and, <laughs> and she checked no at the beginning of the seven minutes before she listened to the person. Yes is a willingness to change. And you could even see them changing and, and adapting and uh it's, they're beautiful together. <laughs> now, I'm just curious. I'd like to follow up on that. She checked no at the beginning <laughs> of the did. date before so, she spoke. Because that was my experience in high school, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. All, all, oh, but that's, uh, you know. The, <laughs> but yeah, just but uh, we do that a lot in life. And you mm -hmm. can see improvisers that say no at the top of a scene, and they've come in with their own written script. There goes um, the scene. Right. Exactly. So now, Lorinda, you were yes. clapping at yes. various times. What was it that you heard that you thought, I want them to do that over? Was it just a sense of cruelty? Was it a sense <laughs> of, yes. I, I, I have been accused of being extremely mean from time to time. No. That's why you uh, get your own microphone. I, that's why. Right, that's yeah. correct. Um, no, I just thought it sounded like a great moment to, let's see what else they can give. What else can they give? And uh, I thought there was some great, great up the ante oh. kind of choices. So, um, yeah, I thought that was awesome. I think we were going to do another, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, Barbara, do you want to be the power of the clap? Of course. Of the hand clap, excuse me. Yes. Hand clap. Hand clap so there's no confusion. Apologies yeah. there. Um, and <laughs> for the Saturday where, where morning listeners. <laughs> so we're going to dance, Lauren? I would love yeah, to dance right. with you, Bill. Okay. Yes. So there can, you we, go. can we get Doug again, audience member Doug? Um, <laughs> could we get a relationship between these two? Okay. Um, I'm going to guess a student teacher at a, uh, an, an all boys school. Okay. Remember, this is radio. Just remind, friendly reminder. You could be going back. Okay. And begin. Well, Mrs. James, it's really, really great to, uh, to be working under you. Um, in my first year of, of student teaching, uh, here at, uh, Mrs. James all boys school. <laughs> At uh, the corner of Bryce and Tuttle, um, at uh, the uh, garden here in the garden. Yes, out back. Yes. Well, Martin, I am. It's. I'm very delighted to have you join our faculty. Um, I've heard such wonderful things from you, uh, from your fellow uh, colleagues that have, from your uh, your supervisors at. Uh, 
uh, from your, uh, you know, the guy down at the bus station, um, he was just just raving great reviews of your skill set. So I think you'll be such an asset here to the to the school. Yeah, we used to uh, sit there at the bus stop, and I used to practice teaching, and he used to practice learning, and. And that's just, uh, <laughs> it was a great, great time. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, here in the garden, um, one of the first things that I like to have all my uh, new interns, new student <laughs> teachers um, uh, do is actually weed that rosebud over there. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes, and then once you're done with that, I'm going to have you mulch. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, there's going to be some brick, brick laying um, towards uh, the base over here. Um, there's actually going to be some, uh, uh, we're going to be mulching the worms. Um, we actually harvest them. And we sell them because we need to get some more funding. Well, that's great because I, worms are you know, nothing better for a garden than worms. Yes. There's nothing better th for a garden than brick walls. I, 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 there's nothing better <laughs> for a garden than me. I'm just all about botany. And I think that's wonderful because... I, you know, yes, that's just wonderful. Let's just, just plain and simple, wonderful. Let's just make it wonderful. However, once you graduate from the garden, once you have accomplished this task, because there will be several of them, actually, when you're going to move those bricks from here, you're actually going to go ahead and take care of uh, the, the falling wall that's over by the high okay. school. Well, great. Well, you're actually going to take the bricks and then you're going to make the building taller. <laughs> um, you're actually going to... Um, Lift the bricks and then put them back down. Um, okay, great, I, masonry is my minor, so you know that's you know I, next to botany, it's masonry. I love to build a wall, and have somebody knock it down and build it again. Wonderful, wonderful. You must have been had so much fun with your Lincoln logs when you were younger. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're working through this and uh, you get interrupted. <laughs> Tell me the what goes through your head at those moments when you have to say suddenly, oh, it's not going to work. She wants something else. For me, it's one of the rare occasions when something actually does go through my head, and that would be the next word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like uh, I, I, you just kind of at that moment have to be blank and just something let something yeah. hit you. Uh, if you try to contrive it, it, it gets a little awkward. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have that like ack moment. Oh my gosh, why well, I have to, you know? But that's such a like a micro moment of time that it's like, okay, I got just you're just you're able to, you know? It just it's it's I guess since we've been kind of doing it for a while, it just we're kind of, we're easy to react to changes. So, um, but uh, yeah, I always have that. I still have that moment of panic for yes, sure. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. Well, this sounds like uh, something you might use in, in other areas when yeah. you're trying to get people to brainstorm, for example, and you're trying to get them out of habits. Is that something that you've adapted into your workplace, perhaps? Yeah, I, I would say absolutely, because uh, what, what you want to do is encourage people to come up with those ideas, no matter what they are, and, and just put them out there. And, you know, in, a, in a corporate world, it's just like, let's hear your idea. We can't deal with it. We can't grow it. We can't you know, accept it if it's not out there. So, and, and then you don't, you, know, you don't judge it. Whatever it happens to be, it is, and you deal with it. Mm -hmm. Has that not judging changed the way that you maybe deal with people? For example, that is that is a non-judgmental space something that's new for you? Because a lot of us, yeah. I think you said uh, you, you had a friend that checked no at the box at the top. That's sort of a judgmental action. You know, I know I'm not going to like you before you speak. Mm -hmm. um, does this blend over into the rest of your life? Have you noticed that? Absolutely. I think... Um, I mean, with improv, again, I, it, for me, it goes back to the foundation of saying yes. 
to whatever reality is created and just being present and listening and available in the moment and it invites you to like you said synthesize information mm -hmm. make quick decisions on the fly which we all have to do in life at work mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. at home all places how to take complex information and and break it down quickly how to brainstorm but i for me the biggest one is saying yes and, mm -hmm. and it's so easy to judge people quickly and have some stereotype that informs your decision um and then you you know you go into autopilot but with improv you're saying yes uh and it's the willingness to change it doesn't mean you have to so like brainstorming right. you can listen to all the ideas and you know 55 of them can be stupid sure. but at least you got them out there it doesn't mean you've agreed to all right. of them so right. people i think are afraid to say yes because they think there's going to be something that mm. is tied to it right. yeah they think it's going to make them weak or it's yeah. it's it's something that you absolutely have to accept right. and agree to and it's in fact not you can you can ex you can uh, you know accept it and then disagree with it or yeah. you can accept mm -hmm. it and put it aside for later or you could accept it and analyze it but you need to accept it first and within this form i think also you can be whoever you want to be yes you don't have to be a five foot ten bald guy you <laughs> can be a four foot two uh person with one leg a female right. and then all of a sudden you know it puts you in a whole different space and it makes you Ooh, yeah. um go into what that person might be feeling what mm -hmm. what is going on with this person? If I'm four foot two all of a sudden with one leg, how how do I react to someone that comes up to me and says, "Do you need help?" That that totally changes everything, and that's helped me a lot in uh, dealing with uh, the people that I deal with. You've just listened to part one of my interview with Columbus Unscripted. Listen to parts two and three on the website craftthashow.com, and you can check out their website at columbusunscripted.com, or you can surf to craftthashow.com and check out more information on all of my current and past guests. Be sure to check us out Wednesday night at 8pm on WCBE on our regularly scheduled time. Until next time, this is Doug Dangler. Be creative. <laughs>